This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Bankruptcy filings, as we mentioned, are uh, a big question right now, but they are obviously a relatively common occurrence here in the U.S. About one in 10 Americans have filed for bankruptcy at some point in their lifetime. But the question of whether or not there ends up being a level of bias in the decision process on dealing with a bankruptcy and whether or not there is a level of racial bias is a question that has been looked at in new research. Sasha Indarte is an assistant professor of finance here at the Warden School. She was part of the research team looking at this, and she joins us with more. Sasha, great to talk to you again. Hi, Dan. Thanks for having me back. Thank you. So take us through the research that you did and really what was the impetus to, do, to look at this? So this research was motivated by two main observations. The first is that we see large racial disparities in wealth and financial market access in the U.S. Uh, Just to put some numbers on that, uh, when we look at median wealth uh, for white households, it's about $170,000, whereas for black and Hispanic households in the U.S., it's closer to $17,000. So that's a whole order of magnitude difference. And additionally, earlier research has also found that Uh, minorities that have the same credit score and many other uh, uh, similar observable characteristics on average pay higher interest rates. And the last piece of motivation was what you alluded to, which is that bankruptcy is a significant source of debt relief. Uh, So about a million people file every year. And per year, about $800 in debt forgiveness is, is given to filers per U.S. adults. Um, So given that we see these other uh, significant racial disparities in other parts of financial markets, we wanted to know if this uh, if access to this important source of debt relief is another place where we also see such disparities. This is obviously an important discussion as we're talking about inequality in general uh, here in the United States. And and I would think that probably in the scope uh, of a bankruptcy filing, uh, there probably hasn't been in the past a direct connection of the potential of racial bias to the bankru- bankruptcy process. A- a- am, I, am I correct in saying that? So there's, I would say for bankruptcy, there's relatively little prior research. Um, one area that's received attention in the past is related to attorney steering. So this um, relates to uh, the fact that uh, black filers on average are more likely to file for Chapter 13, which is uh, in a number of dimensions can be a worse form or a more painful or costly form of bankruptcy. And prior research has found evidence that attorneys might be steering black filers to disproportionately file for that chapter when it might not be the best chapter for them. Now, when we talk about bankruptcy, we we normally talk from the business perspective about Chapter 11, but you're talking about this occurring over Chapter 13, but I would imagine also over Chapter 7 as well, correct? Yes. So um, what we see uh, in in our analysis is that there are disparities uh, in both Chapter 7 and Chapter 13. And the main type of disparity that we focus on uh, so far in our research, which is still ongoing, are uh, dismissal rates. So uh, when when a case is dismissed, this means someone goes through all the hassle of trying to file for bankruptcy, but they don't actually get the debt relief by the end of the process. What are the reasons uh, that you have found that th- this is occurring in the first place? And, and why do black filers see higher dismissed rates? Sure. Uh, so first, just to put a couple numbers on it. So in Chapter 7, we do see that there's, uh, on average, uh, black filers are about four percentage points more likely to have their case dismissed, which is double the, the average dismissal rate for Chapter 7. 
And in absolute terms, it's larger for Chapter 13. So we see that on average, actually, uh, Chapter 13 cases are more likely to end up getting dismissed than actually getting debt relief. So there's a dismissal rate over 50%. But if you're a black filer, that rises by an additional 30 percentage points. Mm. So you're giving you an 80% chance of dismissal. But to go back to the reasons for this, we explore three main reasons. So one is related to chapter. So as I mentioned, black filers more often file for Chapter 13, and that has a higher baseline dismissal rate. Economic characteristics also uh, appear to matter. And uh, we also investigate the decision, the legal decision makers in the bankruptcy process, such as uh, right now we're focusing on bankruptcy trustees. And in the future, we plan to also look at bankruptcy judges. Does any of this depend on the people that are involved in the overall process? Thinking about if you have a, a black filer that might be working with a black trustee. Yes, so we find that trustee race uh, does appear to matter for Chapter 13 in particular. So after we control for a lot of different filer and trustee characteristics, we see no differences in dismissal rates for black filers if they're assigned to a non-white trustee. But when they're randomly assigned to a white trustee, they see a 20 percentage point jump in their likelihood of dismissal. Can you can you associate why that why that would be so uh, such a a, a a different number there? So what we uh, what this uh, indicates is uh, what what we you might refer to as homophily, which is how people treat other others of uh, that share the same group affiliation of them as as they do right. versus someone of uh, from a different group, and we can't say if this is, for example racial animus versus a more subtle, implicit form of bias. But uh, what this is suggesting is that if uh, you take a person and the only thing that you change about them is their race, on average, they might see a better uh, or rather they would see a different outcome in the bankruptcy process. What about bias uh, potentially impacting debt relief? So uh, one of the reasons that we do focus on dismissal rates is that it's uh, one of the most uh, important factors in determining whether or not someone actually gets uh, debt relief that they're seeking in bankruptcy. So when we see that black filers are much more likely to have their cases dismissed, that means they're getting access to debt relief at a much lower rate. And additionally, if uh, dismissed with prejudice, which can happen if the filer is uh, found to have committed fraud in the bankruptcy process, you might be barred from accessing bankruptcy and its debt relief for a number of years ahead in the future. So this can lead to large disparities in access to debt relief. So doing this work, what do you think are, are the takeaways from it uh, and, and the important elements to look at moving forward? So our key takeaways are first to just document that on average, there are these large disparities in dismissal rates and in the in bankruptcy outcomes. This uh, is telling us that black and white white households are not accessing the debt relief that bankruptcy provides to the same extent. And our analysis of homophily and how the race of the trustee matters indicates that bias, whether explicit or implicit, is likely playing a role. And by our estimates, uh, given that uh, 21 percent of bankruptcy trustees in our sample are non-white, putting our various numbers together, this indicates that at least 56 percent. Uh, the observed Chapter 13 disparity would disappear if black filers were assigned to non-white trustees. So race and potentially bias uh, as well seem to be an important factor in driving these disparities in bankruptcy. 
So off of this research, is there a next natural step in, in, in the process for you to look, look at this further down the road? So what we're planning for uh, to build on our, our initial research is to scale up our analysis to use data from the entire United States. So our results uh, that we have right now are from Minnesota and Florida. And we also want to study additional outcomes. So, for example, in Chapter 13, one of the main reasons that people get dismissed is failure to make uh, required payments during the five-year plan that they're on. Now, sometimes when people run into troublemaking payments, they can get a hardship discharge. And it's up to the trustee and judge to rather subjectively evaluate whether someone is unable, truly unable to make payments or simply unwilling to make payments. So we think we might also see disparities and potentially evidence of bias there as well. Mm -hmm. And we also want to turn from uh, focusing on bankruptcy trustees to also consider bankruptcy judges as well. Sasha, thank you very much for a few moments today. Greatly appreciate uh, your insight, and uh, we will talk to you again uh, down the road. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Sasha Indarte of the Wharton School uh, joining us to discuss her research around bankruptcies. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.